So when I was a young fella uh, in primary school, we used to cycle to school, give us a little bit of independence and a little bit of good crack, you know, cycling home with other friends and going through different housing estates and cycling in places where we maybe shouldn't have been cycling, but all of that was great. And I remember, obviously then, obviously you'd have, you'd have an eye for mountain bikes especially, that was, that was the kind of thing I was into. So uh, in the, the school shed then, as all the bikes would pull, pull in, you'd be kind of scanning, you know, to see who has a nice bike or who's made some modifications on it. There was this one guy who had an, an ML type of bike, and he put on this big, chunky, grippy rear tire on it, and it was like just a thing of beauty, absolutely amazing. But he horsed it around and he'd throw it into the shed and had no regard for it whatsoever. And I was like, if that was mine, I would keep it in my bedroom. You know what I mean? And every night I'd grease every little little spoke, every little chain, every little cog. It would be absolutely pristine. He had no regard for it whatsoever. Uh, the same thing can happen with, with all sorts of things. You know, as, as we grow up, we might see the same thing with, with cars or with houses or who knows what. Okay. Often we can have a treasure and not recognize what it is. In the, the reading of today, the reading of the, the memorial, um, it says, We are earthenware jars that hold this treasure to make it clear that such an overwhelming power comes from God and not from us. We are earthenware jars. What we contain is good, but we, in and of ourselves, we're fragile. You know, so we can have this treasure and actually not recognize it. We can have a treasure and disregard it. So we think... For example, the sacrament of baptism, um, the sacrament of confirmation, that there are two sacraments that are very, very easy to, to disregard because I think, especially sacraments that we receive when we're young, we might not really realize what they are at all. Obviously, you receive baptism when you're a child, so you don't really know what's going on. Uh, but what does this mean? It means that now this, this child belongs to God. Okay, it's the purified from all stain of original sin. They now belong to God. Now, that comes with some rights. It also comes with some responsibilities. It means that now that I belong to him, I have to start acting like it. I have to behave like it. It means I have to do what he says. So it means I have to obey the commandments. It means I have to go to Mass every Sunday. It means I have to like, consider God's opinion when I make decisions. Uh, it means I, I should pray, obviously. Um, there's a danger in order to make this all a little more comfortable that we might say the solution then, the solution to us as earthenware jars holding treasure, the solution to making this a little more palatable is to reduce the value of the treasure. Okay? So say, for example, maybe back in the day, uh, priests maybe used to let this power, some, some priests will let the, some of this power get a little to their heads. It may have happened. It can happen to school principals, it can happen to guardy, it can happen to bank managers, doctors, it can happen to anyone. Uh, but maybe they might, they might have let this, some of this power get to their heads a bit. So rather than seeing themselves as an earthenware jar holding a treasure, they see themselves as a crown jewel, you know, the, or, or the queen's crown holding other treasure. You know, so uh, it's, it's an interesting thing, like when people, when you walk in into a church with the Blessed Sacrament, and people should drop to their knees, but not because of you. Not because of you, but because of what you're carrying. Not because of you, but because of the Lord. You are an earthenware jar, but the treasure you carry is God. Now, as I say, the way to make this a little more palatable might be to say in, in the modern era, rather than say, you know, we're earthenware jars holding treasure, but, uh, you know, it's just, we're just all earthenware jars and leave it there. So that there, is, there kind of is no, no treasure, really. So priests, well, they're just ordinary people. True, true, 
but what they do is extraordinary. Forgiving sins is extraordinary. Celebrating Mass is extraordinary. So we shouldn't say that, I should celebrate Mass. It's only, sure, look, I mean, just, it's, it's just, you know, it's a nice thing for the people to come to. It gets them up in the morning, gives their day a bit of a routine, you know, so it's, it's, it's good. No, then you're, you're devaluing Mass in order to not let the privilege of Mass get to our heads. That's, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, or devaluing any of the sacraments in order to, to not become proud. That's the wrong solution. The solution isn't to say the earthenware jar just carries mud. The solution is still to recognise the truth. The earthenware jar carries treasure, but the treasure is Christ. The treasure is Jesus. The treasure is good. But we have to remember our own fragility in all of this, that, that whenever anything good happens through our, our ministry, it's, it's all the Lord. I was talking to someone recently, and um, they were at a retreat, and well, they were at a, a prayer event, and um, they said, see that person over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're there because of me. They came because of me. And I couldn't help but thinking, no, they didn't. <laughs> now, you might have been the vessel, like you might have been the one who gave the invitation. Yep, but they didn't, they're not here because of you. They're here because the Lord drew them, and he may have used your word. Yes, he may actually use someone else's. Well, you don't know. But to say that, they're right. <laughs> that's, see, that's, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. It's actually stealing. It's, it's stealing God's glory. You know, that that, that uh, moment of grace that, that person had to decide to get up in the morning and go to the, the event, whatever it was, that's God's intervention in their heart. Now, you might have been in some way involved in facilitating yet that, yeah, but ultimately, that was God's doing. And taking that glory for yourself is stealing. You know, so we are earthenware jars. But the treasure we carry is a real treasure. We've been reserved for a sacred purpose. That's what it means to be, to be blessed. You know, when we bless something, it's now reserved for a sacred purpose. So all of the, we've given this example before, but all of the sacred vessels behind me, the chalice and pattern, and they won't be used for anything else afterwards. Now, if, if our altar server is doing a bit of painting afterwards, he will not take my chalice and use my chalice to paint. You know, <coughs> it's reserved for a sacred purpose. And wonderful and all this painting is, it's not sacred, right? So, uh, so that's reserved for a sacred purpose. So we've been blessed in virtue of our baptism. We've been blessed. Therefore, we're reserved for a sacred purpose. We carry the Lord. That's what we do. We carry the Lord out into the world. We are earthenware vessels, but what we carry is God. And if we keep that in mind, it won't go to our heads, but we'll maintain this, this good balance of recognizing that the treasure is treasure, recognizing that I am weak, but the treasure is still treasure. Like the, uh, the faith still makes a difference. It still brings people peace and healing and love and consolation. That, that's still true, but I'm still the earthenware vessel. So kind of hold both together in tension and not say, well, I'm pretty amazing and the treasure kind of helps me out on occasion or there is no treasure. You know, none of these are, are good solutions. So we consecrate ourselves in the truth, as the Lord says. The truth. That Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. Amen. <laughs>